Hey sis, welcome to the Empowered Daughters Podcast, where we grow daily in Christ, business, and our souls. I'm going to need you to get a snack, pen and paper, and don't forget to share this podcast with your besties. Now, let's get started. Hey sis, welcome back to the Empowered Daughters Podcast. I am your host, Raquel J. And guess what, sis? I am super excited to be back. That's probably how y'all gonna hear me um introduce um well start the intro to this podcast because I'm always super excited to be doing what God has called me to do. Trust me, I don't know where this is going to go, but as long as I am in the will of the Father, I know that it's going to make a great impact on at least one soul. And I know God is gonna make impact on more souls, but as long as I'm in God's will, we're going to keep going, (laughs) but I'm super excited to be back guys. If you're new, I want to just briefly just introduce this community to you. I know you would get great benefits out of being here. And I just want to let you guys know that we are women and entrepreneurs that believe in growing in Christ growing in God and growing in our souls. Let's let me repeat that cuz I think I messed that up a little bit. We are a community of Christian entrepreneur women that grows in Christ, grows in our business and grow in our souls. So if that honestly, if that connects with what you are um, doing in your life, you need to be a part of our community. Right now we only have an Instagram um and you can follow us at empowered daughters on Instagram. Um, I am working the things out as God give me revelation to create other places where we connect and, you know, get accountability and get, um, you know, friends and, you know, community. Um, so as God give me the revelation, I will create that for you guys. But if you have any idea, you guys feel free to connect with me, shoot me a DM and say, Hey, but I am super excited, as I said before, to be here. This is our third episode, y'all. So if you haven't heard episode one and two, really number two, because one was just a brief introduction on what we're going to be doing. But if you haven't heard episode three, sis, go ahead. And once you're done with this episode, just go ahead and listen to it. Um, Yeah, so it was mainly about you don't need to be affirmed. Um, anymore sis God has already affirmed the greatness that you already feel and know on the inside and you don't need outsiders to affirm that but you first need to affirm that with God so if you are interested in that podcast episode definitely go ahead and give it a listen and don't forget to rate or review the podcast I'm so oh god uh yeah don't forget to review the podcast y'all and let's move on to our moment of gratitude y'all hear that note let me do it again let's get right into our next session which is our moment of gratitude yeah no okay i'll stick to speaking (laughs) but anyways y'all let's move on to the moment of gratitude and i was honestly thinking because when it comes to gratitude we have to really sit in and hone in on what it is that you are thankful for and I'm honestly thankful for a lot of things y'all I'm thankful for a whole lot of things but what I will say I was really thankful for was and I would say is the grace of God Like, let's give a moment, let's give a round of applause for the grace of heaven on our lives. And sometimes we can um, get so used to God um, 
I would say, um, you know, just being there for us that we don't take a moment to just say, Hey Lord, it is because of your grace on our life. Why we're here. Honestly, it's because of the grace on my life why I'm able to um, manage a six-figure business, why am I able to raise my five children, while I'm able to be a wife to my husband, while I'm able to forgive people that have hurt me to my soul. It is only by the grace of heaven on my life why I'm able to do all those things. So when it comes to the grace of heaven on your life, that is something that we should always be thankful for because if it had not been, for the Lord who has been on our side, where will we be? Where will we be if it was not for the grace of God on our life? So when I think of the goodness of God and everywhere that I could have been, because I was talking to my children the other day about how I only been to the club two times. And I will give y'all a brief story on how that happened. So, um, when I was about 18 years old, you know, usually kids or, um, you know, 18 years are children to me also. But when I was about 18 years old, I went to the club with my, I didn't go to the club. So it was 19 when I went to the club. So 18, I didn't go to the club. I decided to stay in on my birthday, but on the age of 19, I felt a little grown y'all. I felt a little grown and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the club tonight and I'm going to party with my friends and we going to have, we don't have a good time. So this was a back in two, 2008, 2009. So I'm an OG in this thing. Uh, you know, thirties, uh, I'm in my thirties and you know, <laughs> This was way back. Let's get back on the topic, Raquel. So I went to um, the club on my birthday and let me give you a brief history about your girl. So I've grown up in the church. My mother had, thank God, she grew me and my brothers up in the church. All we knew was Jesus. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for my upbringing because it's, because it's who I am today. So... I went to the club when I was 19 and it was good. I had a good time. So I decided to go again with me and my homegirl. So we did it and we went again. It was a good time. So the third time, Holy Spirit was like, hold up, girl. You, you tripping now. So the third time I went to the club and I was having a good time. You know, I was chilling. We was vibing. We was dancing. We was doing our thing. And then I heard the Holy Spirit say, Raquel, what are you doing here? You do not belong here. And when I tell you that was the last time that I ever went to the club, because you know what? If Holy Spirit over here is checking me in the club, people smoking weed, people drinking, people dress provocatively, people are just doing the most that the world do. And the Holy Spirit came and he was like, Raquel, and he, he didn't allow me to go to fourth time. He was like, Raquel, what are you doing here? You do not belong here. You need to get out. And then when I tell you I've never returned, I never look back. Because who going to let Holy Spirit check me another time? You get what I'm saying? So I was telling my kids about that. Like, listen, um... If it was not that moment, who knows where I would be? I don't know if I would be strung out on drugs. I don't know if I would be around, you know, having sex with all these other men or just trying to find love in all the wrong places. Who knew where Raquel would be if I kept going to the club? Would I be with my husband today? Like, 
would I have the children that I have? Would I have the life that I have today? But when I say it, if it wasn't for the grace of heaven on my life that came in that club that day and snatched your girl out and so that I can be here and I'm able to speak to you today with conviction and to know that if it was not for the grace of heaven on my life, I don't know where I will be. And I want you guys to take a moment every single day of your life. And I will continue to do these moments of gratitude because guess what? God is amazing. He is good. No matter what you're going through, God, there is something that God is doing for you in this moment. You, whatever you are, wherever you are in your life, there are somebody praying right now for your position. Think about it. Wherever you see yourself, you may not be in the job that you want to be in. You may not be in the home that you dreamed to be in. You may not have on the car that you want right now, but there is somebody right now praying for everything that you have at this moment. So we have everything to give God thanks for. I'm not gonna act like I'm perfect and I don't, um, um, you know, just live in complaint. Sometimes I do. And the Lord knows how to get me out of it because he reminds me of everything that I do have. And I'm just so thankful and grateful for the grace of heaven on my life. And I will continue to be grateful. And I just pray God will this continue to have his way. And I just, I'm honestly thankful. And let's move on to what we are here for. So today I wanted to really talk about getting ready for what God is about to do. I hear you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. I hear you. Um, so I just want to get right into that. So let's get ready for what God is about to do. So I am a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur and I am a mom. I am a wife. And there is a lot of things I feel that God is about to do in my life. And I'm sure if he's doing a lot of things in my life, he is definitely doing a lot in your life. And I just want us to be ready. So when God pulls the curtain, we are prepared for what it is that God is about to do. So first we need, what we need to do is lay the foundation of prayer. We need to have a strong foundation in prayer. Lately, I feel like, um, I'm not even going to lie. I'm going to be super transparent. I have not had the urge to pray. And I know that's all the plan of the enemy. Cause when I get into prayer, let me tell you, let me tell you, whenever Raquel gets into prayer, we are pulling strongholds down. We are ascending into the portals of heaven. So I know it is all the plan of the plan of the enemy that wants me to have this apathy towards prayer. And that is something that I am praying against um, for not only for me, but for you, that we will get to a place of prayer that we can hear the father clearly, that we can see things that the enemy is trying to hide. So we need to get back into the place of prayer, guys. That is essential for where you are going. So in order for us to prepare for what God is about to do, you need a prayer life of fire. You need to be in prayer. You need to be in prayer. It doesn't matter how long you're in prayer. You need to be in consistent prayer, praying fervently, faithfully, on on and on consistently so that you are able to hear the Father. You have to honestly put God first, right? So the next thing is putting God first in everything that we do. Putting God first in our eating, in our in our mothering, in our 
you know, if you are a wife in our marriage, we have to put God in his rightful place. And also with prayer and fasting, those two go hand in hand. And I know sometimes with prayer, we can um, leave the fasting out, but we need to add um add fasting to it. And sometimes it is a stretch. Even for me, um, it's a stretch to fast. It's a stretch to pray. But we have to beat our flesh into subjection to what the will of heaven has for us. And the word of God says that we have to die daily and pick up our, pick, pick up our cross and follow Jesus. All right. So the next thing I wanted to honestly go over when it comes to preparing for what God has um, to do and what he's about to do next is honestly reading, getting like getting a blueprint on what it is that God has for us. How much what what it, it is going to require of us. I'm going to repeat that because sometimes my speech be getting in my way. So we need to prepare for what is going to be required of us for the next season. Okay, so I would like to go to Luke 14 and 28. And what that scripture reads, it says, for which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether you have enough to finish it. Okay, um, and honestly, that makes a lot of sense. Sis, let me ask you a question. All right, so you you have the desire. Let's say you have the desire to build a home, right? And let's say a home costs $500,000 to build. Listen, don't quote me. I don't know if it costs $500 to build a house, y'all. But you only have $10,000 to build a home. Sis, would you start on building that home? Would you start? Let's say you only have $10,000 to build a home and it costs $5,000 to build it. Will you start on building a home? I would say, sis, if it wasn't, you, you didn't hear God say start to build a house. I would say don't build a house, sis, because you're not going to be able to finish it. And there are people that are watching you. They are looking at you because they're going to see if you're failing or not. So we have to get to a place where we examine our vision. What is it going to require? How much time is going to require to build the business? How much time is going to require for you to write the book? We have to be at a place where we are so focused on how how the plan is being placed and how are you going to finish the work? Because there are people that are watching to see you do this thing. And if you don't, if you don't do it, how would that look on God? So we have to get at a place where we are counting the cost on what it is, the vision that God has for us. So for example, if you are in business and you are getting ready to scale, what is it going to be required for you at that next level in business? Are you going to need customer service? Are you going to need more people on hand to um, answer your emails, to pack those orders? You need to count the costs on what is it that God is about to do in your life. And consider everything. Go all in and do not let go. You need to have God be the greatest and store up things so that you can prepare for it. So I want to let you know today that God has your back and you need to first go into fasting and prayer and figure out what is it that God is about to do so that you are able to count the cost and lay out foundations so that whenever that time comes that you will not sink.
Alrighty, I hope that helps y'all. So let's move on to the next thing. Let's go on to writing the vision and making it plain. Habakkuk 2 and 2 says that. So we need to write the vision out. How is everything going to look in the end? So based on the vision, most of the time, um, for me, an example, when God is showing me a vision, he always shows me the end. And he never shows me the in-between parts. And sometimes that can be so frustrating because while you're in the process, while you're in the journey, you're not able to see the end. And most of the time that that middle part is a lot of testing, is a lot of trials, is a lot of tears, is a lot of, it's laughter in it too. There's a lot of wins, but there's a mixture of everything. But what God shows is the end because he needs you to have a vision on how it's going to look. So that in the moments that you want to give up, you have something to hold on to. So you need to write out that vision and make it plain. You need to write out your SOPs, your standard operating procedures. You need to have a very organized operating process so that if somebody is able um, to come on on your team, they are able to know that this is organized and I'm able to run with the vision that God has on this person's life. So you, sis, you need to write out everything. It doesn't matter what it is, how you're going to address your emails, how, how long it's going to take for you to address the email, um, whatever it is, you need to write out the process um, of, of that. So write those visions out, sis, even on today, even if we, when we get off this podcast, you need to start writing out some things in your vision and making it really clear so that if your children is, um, is, is handed over to your children, if you're, you want your friends to come help you out, um, for a week, they are able to understand your vision and help you in a way that, um, is seamless and, everyone will know that it's, there's no bump in the road. All right. We are building the kingdom of God and God has placed us in business. He has placed us in business to be an example of the kingdom of heaven. And we have to be organized because we are representing God. So I want you to know that it doesn't matter. Take some time today. Some people honestly, um, neglect, SOPs. They neglect it because they don't see themselves passing things on or they don't see themselves adding team members. I remember when um I hired a social media manager for my um hair care line and I remember um I was honestly <laughs> That's a funny story. So I ad- I added her to um my social media team and Honestly, I, I don't think she was a good fit. And I honestly, it's because I wasn't able to articulate the vision for her clearly. I thought I was articulating it correctly, but you know, I'm always going to be the one to take the blame because you know, that's what leaders do. But I was, I don't think I really articulated the vision. So you know what I did? I went into notion.com and I created a template on how I want you to address our customers, what I want you to, um, what kind of content I want you to create for them. I want you to entertain them. I want you to inform them about our, uh, our products. I want you to really spill out everything for our customers. So that was something that I had to do. I had to take it the fall. I fired her honestly, because you know, I was wasn't at that place where I could have hired someone, but you know what I did? I, I 
took the responsibility on myself to create SOPs so that when my next um, social media manager come in, they are set and they have everything they need to succeed. So I just want to wrap everything up and just, you know, encourage you a little bit, sis, and just let you know that God is about to do great and mighty things in your life, but you have to be prepared for what God is about to do because um, the Lord wants to want you to succeed. But if you are not ready for the rushed of um, influence, the rushed of customers, of clients, you will fail and the Lord wants you to prosper. So you need to lay the groundwork for what God is about to do. You need to get into prayer and fasting and understanding, getting quiet so that you can hear the father when he speaks, because he's going to give you instructions, but you need to listen. Um, One thing you can also do is not be so... um, how would I say this? Um, don't be so eager to figure out what everyone else is doing because what God is about to do in your particular life is going to be unique. It's going to be fresh. It's going to be new. And he needs you to be very clear on the vision and very quiet so that he can speak to you very clearly. So I hope this helps Says Sometimes it's very hard for me to articulate on certain things when I'm very passionate about it, but I hope this podcast was able to help you. All right. Again, you can follow us at empowereddaughters.com and I'm going to close in prayer and yeah, let's go. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for what you are about to do because Father, you have a vision and a plan for each and every last one of my sisters on this podcast. Father, we love you. We thank you. We honor you in this moment. Father God, we thank you for grace and mercy, Lord God. And Lord God, I feel um, the urgency to pray for the lost, God. Pray for the people that are in the balance, that are lost, that have lost their faith, Father God. Oh, Heavenly Father, you promised, Lord God, to um, increase our faith when it's low. And Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will increase the faith of all those that are listening, all of our families and friends that have been lost. There are prodigals. Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that you're bringing all the prodigals home. Oh, Lord, I know that this wasn't a part of the message, but Lord, Holy Spirit, I feel you um, saying, Lord God, that the prodigals will return. And God, in the name of Jesus, I pray, God, for over every Every vision that is, Lord God, represented on this podcast. I pray in the name of Jesus that no enemy is able to stop, halt, or hinder, Lord God, the move of God that is about to come. Oh, Heavenly Father, God, I pray for resources. I pray for, Lord God, access. I pray for kindness. I pray for the divine favor, Lord God, that you will rest on our lives. Holy Spirit, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Father God. And may no weapon, Lord God, that forms be able to prosper against us. And every tongue that is praying against our vision, our purpose, our life, our destiny. Oh God, we condemn them now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will surround us with your um, innovation, Lord God. You will surround us, Lord God, with your ideas. Holy Spirit, make it fresh and unique um, uniquely, Lord God, divine to us, Holy Spirit. And Father, we thank you, we honor you, and we glorify you, Lord. And I pray for all of my sisters on this podcast. May their mind, their hearts, their bodies be at peace in you, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray and we say thank you in Jesus' name. Oh God, I thank you, Lord, for this moment and this time on the Empowered Daughters podcast. Sis, if you aren't following us, definitely go ahead and follow us on Empowered Daughters. Um, It will bless 
bless you. I am working hard to make this community one that um, we feel connected in love. And I just pray um, that you have an amazing, amazing week and that God will continue to do great and miraculous things through your life. Um, yeah, until next time. Bye, sis.